My name is Cassie Summers. Welcome to the Curious Universe podcast. Well, hello, hello. Welcome to the show. Let's get curious about fear today. That sneaky, tricksy little sensation that can come up in your world. And when is it information? And when is it actually a distraction from what you are here to create? So recently, <clears throat> I've had I had this experience. It was amazing, actually. Um, I was doing this business um, mentoring program, right? And I was offered to like stay on in this kind of academy and create more with these women. Um, and there was this kind of uh, intense energy that came up. Now, I used to call that an energy fear. And what I realized was by saying yes to this possibility, I was closing a back door with my business that I couldn't have like one foot in my business and one foot kind of like kind of out. If I said yes to this, energetically, my back door was about to slam shut, unopenable, there is no backing out. There's no back door. That means I can only go forward. And my sense was it was going to be forward at a speed I was not yet comfortable with. Now, I've worked with fear. I've worked with my fear responses. So I knew when that intensity came up that I normally would have called fear. I knew it wasn't fear. I knew one, it was excitement. I was excited. Finally, excited for this, for this new leap, for this new track, for what was the future I was creating with this choice. And also this sense of the things that would be lost with this new choice. The things that were going to die, like excuses, <laughs> like um, misdirection, frustration was going to die. A part of my identity was going to die when I closed that back door. And it wasn't even a part of my identity that was is true. It was something that was projected at me that I had bought was true. And so that sense of like intensity, which I would have called fear, <clears throat> was a lot of energy coming back to my body from this back door being closed. 
it was the sense of my whole world speeding up and the awareness of all that would die and leave that is not even desirable in my life anyway. So I'm actually glad for it to die and leave. But how often have you misidentified and misapplied that sensation in your life as fear? Whoa, 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 slow down. Too too much change, too fast. <clears throat> you might even noticed um, getting into a relationship with someone and maybe you feel too close too fast. You feel um, you just have so much intensity with this person and you want to slow it down. But why do we want to slow it down so that our brain can computate it? Because if you're going too fast, your brain can't keep up. And I'm not talking about the brilliance of your, oh, sorry, the brilliance of like your awareness and your universe, but your mind, which is essentially a computer system, it can only do linearity and it has certain checks and balances. These are the safeguards that you've put up. For example, if it's too good to be true, if you've ever experienced like this is too good to be true. And then it turned out really bad. You will put that as a check and balance, right? So if anything comes along that seems too good to be true, I want this warning sign to come up so that I don't make that mistake again. So it's always pinging to the past. This is what your mind does, okay? So we, we program it. We categorize it. We put all the stuff in it. And so when that fear comes up and it says, whoa, slow down, this isn't safe, that's because you programmed in your mind these safeguards. <clears throat> now, does that take you out of awareness? I would say yes, because what if sometimes the fairy tale is true? What if even though it can seem too good be to be true, there's something really true showing up for you? but you reject it and you deny it and you slow everything down. Well, at the same time, let's be real frustrated that everything takes so long. <laughs> so where does fear show up for you? And is it true? So everything that's true for you will make you lighter, even if it's something like fear or anger or whatever. If you're not lighter, then it's there is a contraction around it. That means that there's something that's not true for you. So when you look at that energy, you look at that, this fear that's coming up, what is it actually? Is it a, a safeguard? Is it a trigger? Is it a distractor implant? Is it actually excitement that you've misidentified and misapplied? What is it? And do you let it stop you? Do you let it hold you back? Do you create it as something you have to overcome? Or what if you just acknowledge, oh, hey, yeah, I used to think that I needed you and I don't anymore. And you can actually dissipate and release it. I 
I remember being kind of like a, a bit of a performer as a child. I always liked to get in front of audiences, in front of groups, you know, family dinners. And I would do some kind of like either a magic show or some kind of performance. And, you know, in elementary school, I was always same thing. And then in high school, I was in drama and I was doing plays. And and then I remember going up on stage just to make an announcement and suddenly feeling like this intensity of like almost stage fright and being so confused because I I just never had stage fright. I knew other people had it. People had told me about it. And I was like, okay, I get that that could be a thing. Like you can't really control everything. Yeah, I could see that. Um, But I didn't have it. And so when I had it and I was experiencing it really intensely, my body like almost like felt like, my body was shaking. I realized then that that fear wasn't mine. It wasn't light. It wasn't true. It was intense. It was solid. It was someone else's. Then I look at the person behind me in line and they look like they're freaking out. Okay. We're just aware. So this is another thing to think of when fear comes up. Is it yours? Or are you aware that if someone else is in this position, they would be terrified? Or um, you're actually reaching out to people in the same thing and they would be fearful of going so fast, fearful of committing to something so dynamically. Again, if you're going too fast, your mind cannot keep up with you. So that is the safeguard. That's the alarm that goes off because your mind is trying to slow you down so it can have time to computate everything, categorize everything, conclude everything, predict and presume everything. So then then you can move on. That is one way to live. And that is okay. (laughs) There's nothing wrong with that, actually, if that's your desired way of living. But I invite you to really look at when fear shows up for you, what, what is it there for? And is it true? Are you actually afraid? Are you aware of someone else's like that person behind you? Did you, are you actually excited, but you think it feels like fear because your body's just like, or did you put these safeguards up and is your mind going uh, alarm because your mind is in jeopardy not you the being not you the body the mind is in jeopardy because you're going to fry your computer system just maybe not a bad thing because guess what you're knowing when you know something instantly has nothing to do with your mind. It bypasses the mind, actually. Oh, we got, I didn't even know we we're going to go here, but I'm excited that we're going here. Um, and of course, so your mind's job is not is to do all the stuff, to categorize all the stuff and to like slow you down, but it also doesn't want to be rendered useless, right? So if you're bypassing it, it's going to try and catch you, bring you back, reconnect, But you don't need a mind to function and live. In fact, your mind is a limitation. 
This difference in your brilliance, your intelligence, those are different things. I'm talking about the mind that literally categorizes everything into a conclusion to a solidity and is always referencing the past, always referencing the past, always referencing the past. So you could imagine where constant fear would be coming up if maybe you had an abusive past or you had you had any um, traumatic experience show up, right? Now, how do we kind of work beyond this? One is to actually, so when I notice, so I'm committing to something and everything's speeding up, right? And now the, the past is the last time I did this, I got screwed over by my business partner. The last time I did this, blah, blah, blah. So this is all the reference points. I'm aware of the mind trying to slow me down. And for me, I just chose beyond it. I was like, my past isn't relevant. This intensity isn't, the only relevance of this intensity is that it's actually giving me information that I am launching into something greater. So let's go. <laughs> I I think I've always been been one of those people that are ready to walk into the fire because I never bought fear as something bigger than me. Fear has shown up, but when fear shows up, my kind of platform for being is that I would get bigger than it. It would be like, oh, okay, so I need to get more potent. I need to get bigger than whatever this is. And I'm going to tell you, you are the safest. You are less likely to get hurt when you are bigger than when you're trying to play it safe based on your mind's programming. Now, this might be the opposite of what you believe or the opposite of what, and it might be challenging some points of view that you have, but just check in. Is this conversation making you lighter even though you disagree? <laughs> Or maybe you don't disagree. You could just be like, yes, yes, you were speaking my language. So you can get bigger than the fear. You can choose beyond it. You can use the energetic tools that you have available and clear out those energies. You can laugh at fear, laugh at it in its face. And you can ask the question, is this relevant? Because there might be times where you're about to turn down you know, a dimly lit alley and that sensation of fear comes up and your body's saying, there's someone down there that is going to hurt you. That's information. And then you turn around and you walk the other way, right? This is great information to have. So be, get as present as you can. So when that fear shows up, think of the last thing that just freaked you out. I used to get really afraid when men were kind to me. Again, past. Because in the past, someone would, a man would be kind to me right before he was about to attack. So I had um, identified that as a trigger point. Okay, okay. He's being kind. There is an attack coming. I wanted to get prepared for it, right? I don't live that way anymore. Because what I noticed is 
that type of living from fear was allowing fear to lead my life. So now if fear shows up, I just have a little conversation. Is there something I need to be aware of right now? Yes, no, okay. Is there information I'm missing? Yes, no, okay. Um, it's just a distraction. Oh, okay, cool. Choose beyond it. Is this someone else's? Oh, okay. Choose beyond it. <laughs> Is this just part of my mind's programming? Ah, maybe I don't really require this anymore. Maybe you don't require fear anymore in the way that fear can be crippling. Fear can be stopping points. We can use it to slow ourselves down rather than having the joy of taking the hands off and riding the wave of consciousness at speeds that are inhuman. That's what I'm here for. Speed up faster, more. Let's go, let's go, let's go, let's go. If I let fear run the show, how many years is it going to take me to accomplish anything? Because I've got a lot of creations on the go and my mind just doesn't have all of the <laughs> ability to categorize everything and linearize everything and conclude everything and presume everything. That's a lot of work, right? It's exhausting. I remember when I started to change the way I lived because I, I thought that all those things I just mentioned were the way to keep myself safe. And so when I started to kind of like let up with the mind and I would choose things that my mind would be like alert, alert, but it had this sense of lightness and possibility to me. So that's the information, right? Alert, alert. Am I safe? Okay. Yeah. Is there information I'm missing? No. Is this just my mind? Yes. Okay. Well, acknowledge you mind. I don't need you for this anymore. And I started to feel like I just, as if my compass for living retuned. Before, my compass was being run by my mind, which uses my past, and which uses the structures of this reality. Not magic, not infinite possibility. So my compass, that's how I ran my life. And all of a sudden, when I let that go, I could sense this recalibration of my own navigation system that was tuned into consciousness, that was tuned into my consciousness, my curious universe. And then when I made choices, okay, okay, it had this sense of, no mind. And the first couple times I did it, I was a little bit scary. I'm not going to lie. I really used my mind <laughs> to control my life. And it's like, it's like as if you had, um, you know, wings tied for years back in a rope. And then one day you're like, hey, I'm going to jump off the cliff and just see if my wings still work. I might die. I don't know. But every time I followed the energy and something greater showed up, it, it rebuilt my trust in myself. And in this 
internal navigation system. We all have it. You have it. And there's no requirement to have fear in it because you will have awareness. Now, it might seem like fear. Like I said, you might go to walk down or go to a house or go to do something. You have this like sense of, oh, maybe there's, if you left five minutes earlier, there would be a car crash and you avoided it, right? There's a, a, a car shooting, whatever. These are awarenesses. It's actually not fear running the show now. It's awareness running the show. Your awareness and your consciousness. So I invite you to look at what you've made so vital, valuable, and real about fear. All the permissions you've given your mind to run your life with fear leading the way. And let go whatever percentage is light for you. Whatever works for you as you're listening to this, as you're exploring this curious space with me, I've chosen so many things this lifetime that you could say would be terrifying, like leaving my 11-year relationship with a two-year-old and a four-year-old with no job, (laughs) no way to make income. (laughs) Yeah, at the time I would have said I was terrified, but looking back, what I know is that I was aware of a whole new reality I was creating for myself. I was aware of a backdoor closing and I was aware of a leap into possibility. I was making that my mind could not computate, could not figure out the how. It was one of the greatest choices I ever made. And I've made so many choices since then that would scare the pants off of a lot of people. Something I realize is that I've never actually been afraid. And I wonder if that's true for you. Have you ever actually been afraid? You, not your mind, you the being. Maybe you're more courageous than you've ever acknowledged. Thank you for exploring this with me. Hope it contributed to you. And if it did, please share it with someone. It creates a lot. I'll see you in the next episode. Thank you for exploring the curious universe with me. Your curiosity matters. And what if together we could create a greater, more curious world?